Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome back. It's our third season. Season three. <laughs> season Welcome three. back. Yeah. Yes. How was your little break? Oh, my break was lovely. Um, what did I do? I did a lot, as I always do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, nothing's changed. I know. You know what? It's just who I am. You have to just accept it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so what I did, um, family stuff, lots of time with family, celebrated a few family birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go down to, my boyfriend and I went down to Key West oh, okay. to see my best friend and his fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just lovely. Um, I was really nervous about flying, giving everything with COVID. Yeah. Like, I have my mask, I have my face shield. Naomi Campbell. I have <laughs> Naomi Campbell, the seats. Yeah. All that. And it was safe. It was good. With that, we flew directly into Key West, um, surprised him. So that was really nice to surprise him. He had no idea that we were coming to visit. Okay. And it was just so happened that weekend that he had a... Um, him and his fiance were going away to stay at a family member's like mansion in this place called Plantation Key. Uh, I wasn't really comfortable staying at the place called Plantation Key. Like right. we drove like two hours up the overseas highway from uh-huh. on the way to Miami. Yeah. And um so I renamed it Liberation Key. So it was so <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was nice. It was just like three whole days of like mm-hmm. solitude, not seeing anyone besides those three, you know, my boyfriend and my best friend and his fiance, just the four of us there. We had so much food. We ate Wait, so things. where were the friends at? Well, it was just, it was me, my boyfriend, my best friend and his fiance, and that was it. At somebody else's house though. Yeah, well, oh, oh his, it was his um, family member's house, but he had left. Oh, okay, like, okay. For, the, for, for the season. So, oh, okay. Okay. So the house was like <laughs> snuck in the back door. No, so no, no. Climbed in the <laughs> window. Like, it was a beautiful home. We went kayaking, jet skiing, boating, fishing. Like slept in. We got drunk all day. Well, you nice do that any day. Feel. That is true. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was just nice to feel secluded. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it was like on this canal, but like you kind of like went between the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, and the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was basically also kind of jarring because there was lots of like boats that would go basically through this main thoroughfare. <laughs> the Trump boat parade. It, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was Trump signs everywhere. And like, it was the one bad part about the trip. It was just like, oh. and my booze having a good time. You cut out. Crazy. Yeah, wait, so you said you had a good time. Had a good time. It was lovely, relaxing, change of pace, change of scenery, connected mm-hmm. with nature. Great, 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 great food. But, like, being in Trump country, on Plantation Key, at every boat, about nine out of ten boats that went by had Trump 2020. There were a few that had, like, any, any, function, any functioning adult 2020. Yeah. For me, that was, like, the main, like... Because every time I see a Trump 2020 flag, it's like seeing a Confederate flag almost. I know that seems it's like pretty much the same exaggeration, thing. but to me, it's the same thing. Yeah. But you didn't see those boats that um <laughs> that sank at the oh, boat in Lake parade? Travis, Texas? Yeah. Yes. Happened while we were in Key West, and I, I was hollering 
I thought yeah. that was so funny. You know, God don't like ugly. Well, that's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it, you know. Um, came back, you know, just been working, keeping really busy. Things are kind of getting busy at work and mm-hmm. you know, with the firm. And um, we spent weekend with my boyfriend, just kind of doing fun stuff when and where we can. Um, when we got back from Key West, we both, um, or he actually decided I'm supporting him in no alcohol. So mm. I'll, talk, I'll talk about that first. You break up over that. <laughs> so, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, alcohol is like my vice. It's like how I do stress, how I relax. Ooh, understatement of the year. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but after like consuming my weight and alcohol while on vacation, um, I'm like, you know what? Just gotta hit reset. A 30 day detox will be fine. So, um, you know, see how long that lasts. Well, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready for the Halloween season and the fall time parties and the holidays. But yeah, went riding bike riding yesterday. Since you know, I've gotten a new bike, and I'm mm-hmm. kind, you know I'm trying to be an outdoor gay. You know, I kayak, I bike, I hike, I camp. Yes, yes, yes. But um, I had a biking accident. Yeah. Over the weekend, so that's why my fingers all busted up. But <laughs> I will say, people, wear your helmet. And know how to do a good tuck and roll. So, you want to explain how it happened, <laughs> or not? <laughs> okay. Not yeah. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass yourself. Oh, it was quite embarrassing. <laughs> but um, but it happened. Well, where it happened was like at an intersection. It was just like people in their cars just looking at me, and nobody was like, "Are you okay?" Nothing. Thankfully, my boyfriend was with me, and um, you know, you're on the camera at the traffic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, them people are laughing at you. Down at the ear I like went over the handlebars, landed head first on my shoulders. It was bad. But um no, thankfully my boyfriend's a doctor and say but uh, yeah. But but what? Girl. <laughs> Never mind. But, yeah. but what? Okay. Never mind. What? Don't be shady. He ain't no human doctor. He is, okay, well, we're not going to get into all his business. Okay. He is a leading, leading physician in his field working with animals. Down at Pet Spa. Large animals. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't come for my man. I will fight you. A mess. A mess. Anyway, how was your break? It was good. Um, I had a pretty relaxing break. It was... um. It was good because I was, you know, busy doing the podcast stuff and then um, busy at my new job and there's all the other stuff I have going on. Um, spent a lot of time home um, alone. So my boyfriend had a death in the family. So he had to, oh. you know, leave the country um, to go home. And his country is not allowing like anyone who's not a citizen to come. So I couldn't go. Um so that's why I was home <laughs> by myself. But yeah, so I just spent a lot of time with Netflix. I spent a lot of time, you know, in front of the TV and kind of just doing, um, catching up on shows I haven't really seen in a while and then watching some new shows. So I watched um, a show called Raised by Wolves on HBO, which is like this futuristic, um, groups semi like weird religious conflict show so it's about this um something happens to the earth and then they send like this ship 
to a different planet and these androids are gonna raise like these children and like restart civilization and then like these religious like cult they come on like their own ship and they're gonna like you know snatch these children back from the android and it was it's weird so if you have hbo you can check it out um and then i want um lovecraft country or whatever that mess is yeah so that was that was on my list too so i watched um i started watching that and i think it's on episode five came out this week and it's this weird like kind of horror genre so it's kind of like a black people's american horror story so it's set in like the 50s um it's based on this book that came out in 2016 and it's about like racial conflicts and then this horror story that's going on and then it's just a lot all at once and it stars um journey smollett who is (laughs) the sister of (laughs) jussie and she does a good job in there she's beautiful um very talented as well and um Uh it has um courtney b vance it has the that's, guy that's who a, was on Angela Bassett's husband. Angela Bassett's husband has the guy who was on The Wire. I can't remember what his name was, but he was like the gay drug dealer. Hmm. I can't remember his name, but he's on there too. But it's good. It's weird. So don't watch it like at night. Okay. Um, have you seen it? I I tried to watch episode one while uh-huh. I was like working, but I was like, this is something that you have to no, pay attention you have to. Pay you attention can't, to like, it. Put it on for background. I'm very yeah. much into like shows in the background. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's so I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched The Boys season two started. So it's like that alternate superhero um show that I told you about. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about it like last season, but it's good though. It's like because the superheroes are like they don't care about like saving people. It's more about them <laughs> and like mm-hmm. they're very self-absorbed. They all have like this kind of vice that they struggle with throughout the the series. It kind of like humanizes them a little bit and they have all these other motivations going on. Um, but that is on season, I think season five, I mean, episode five comes out this Friday. And then I watched, I watched a lot of TV. Um, me too. It's <laughs> War of the Worlds, which is um, it's another like sci-fi um, show. It's a it's a it's based on that um, H.G. Wells um, novel from like eighteen ninety eight, I think. And it's about no, oh, no, that's George Orwell. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's um, this one is. So, so like these aliens come to earth and then they just basically kill everybody and then there's a few people that are alive and they're trying to struggle and figure things out it was mm. good it ended kind of weird so season two is gonna gonna be interesting okay as well and then i caught up on real housewives of beverly hills <laughs> can we talk time out i must say this real housewives of beverly hills is my favorite franchise i know that's controversial yeah it is um I'm over them Atlanta hoes. They're just boring and tired. Yeah. Um, but my first favorite is Beverly Hills because their money is on a whole nother level. There's rich yeah. and there's wealthy. Yeah. Their money is a whole nother level. 
Um, my second favorite is House Eyes of Potomac, but that's, we'll save that discussion for another day. Yeah. I, I love Garcelle on Beverly Hills. I think she was a nice little add of flavor. She kind of mixed Kyle up. Um, Dorit gives me fashions. America <laughs> Jane is a friend in my head. But I just thought it was, was kind of low key this season, though, right? She was super low key. Yeah, she was, really just, she was focused on being Roxy Hunter. Doing yeah, doing Chicago just, on Broadway. Just staying out the drama. She wasn't too much yeah. in the mix, but I just I like her energy. She's a straight up girl. She mm-hmm. like she's just trying to have fun, but don't cross her. Like it's yeah. really simple with Erica. Jane. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Um, I didn't like how that whole Brandy and um, Denise Richards alleged affair, like monopolize the entire season the whole season. the whole season and the then brandy's not even like on the show she's not she's just trying to get her diamond back or whatever they hold yeah <laughs> they hold the diamonds don't they yes, yes. It, yeah they hold the diamonds yeah but i love brandy glanville because she's messy and she gives us what we need and she's like not even but, a friend um, of but she turned the yeah. whole show into her I, I hope that they invite her back um i hope not because really, what did she I do to her, her face her face I don't is believe too her. much filler. Yeah. Really? I don't believe her. I don't believe Denise. I don't believe Denise. I, it's not that I don't believe Denise. It's just I don't believe Brandy. Because it just, she was like, no, we have, we have this whole, like, friendship. We've been friends for so long. And she showed the text messages. And I was like, girl, you asked to go to dinner all the time. And y'all never go to dinner. I'm like, that's not good <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> get ghosted all the time. And uh, I just don't, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And the reunion's not really giving me any answers as well. The reunion, these, these um, Brady Bunch reunions are terrible. It's just, it's not the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like a nice little um, TV fill break that you got. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's only so much Pornhub you can watch. My man was here, so. Ooh. What about I'm not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it on Pornhub for free. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. But true. But, but, but true. you also got to support the local artists. Well, support the arts. <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hop into the next segment of the show. It's our segment, one that I'm going to be not taking part in for a few weeks, wow. but I'm still making, I'm making fun little mocktails, but it's time for What You're Drinking. So yes. You drinking so tonight I'm drinking, courtesy of the lovely people at House. What's House? House oh, is, the German way. yeah, so they are a company out of California, and they sell this aperitif wine, so it's low alcohol volume. And, you know, aperitif, you're supposed to drink it before you eat. It's supposed to, like, stimulate your palate and, um, you know, get you in the mood to eat. And so this one is called Rose Rosé. And it's very floral. It has, like, hints of rose notes. It's kind of like a, a rosé um, vibe. But it's, it's kind of chill. It's like you drink it with just ice. You can also put it over, um, put, like, some Prosecco over it. It's really good. It's like light. It gets you like just enough. It's only um, like 18% alcohol. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit stronger than a glass of wine, but not as strong as a cocktail. So it's mm-hmm. like middle of the road. 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And where, where can the people buy house? Um, you can go to house, drinkhouse.com, I believe is their website. Um, yeah, or search for it on any um, platform. It looks delicious. It is, it's good. So, I, so this is Rose Rosé. There's um, ginger yuzu downstairs, and they have a range of other flavors, too. Nice. What do you got? Uh, I'm drinking um, what's those like what's like huevo like a, no 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 like the Spanish soda Mexican sodas jaritos jaritos. Oh, it's just my, my favorite jaritos, which is um, tamarind. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, it's half tamarind, half ginger beer. I'm telling you, it's amazing balls. It doesn't seem like the two will go together, but it's really good. Really Oh. They don't go together, but I just one day was like, let me try this. And it's actually really, really tasty. Hmm. Okay. I'll take your word for it because I won't be trying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it. I'll keep it real. Whatever. All right. Well, it's time for the show <laughs> that it's named after category is. Yes, it is. Oh, before, um, so we're starting season three and, you know, yes. we welcome all of our regular regular listeners back but if you're listening for the first time thank you welcome we're gonna hop into these categories and make you laugh talk about some things from you know our perspective be sure to like and subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast <laughs> so what's the first category tonight so basically the way the category is going to operate uh for the season premiere of season three is that we're going to kind of just recap a lot of the things that we missed while we've been yeah. about three weeks? It's about three weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So some of the stories might be a little old, so we're just going to, you know, give a hot take on, on, on what happened. All right. So the first is the passing um, of Chadwick Boseman, who died of, I believe, colon cancer at the age of 43. Colon cancer, yeah. Um, he played T'Challa in Black Panther. He played the Good Marshall. I know he played a lot of other roles. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Forty-two. Yes. Um, it was really really sad. Um, really really sad. I know that we did we discuss it last time. No. No, it happened like after we wrapped. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is um new. Yes, there was a lot of outpouring of love and, um, you know, memorial and remembrances mm-hmm. for Chadwick Boseman, um, his contributions to film, his inspiration to children, his uh, contributions to picturing Black people in the media in very positive roles. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, not that I'm, I really only saw him in Black Panther because that was such, such oh. a big blockbuster film. I didn't see any other, of, of the other films that he had done. Um, so I'm, I have to say, like, I wasn't as familiar with his work, and I knew that he was a big movie star, but I didn't realize how much he had meant to the Black community. And it was okay. just really sad, because he was such a, a young man. I mean, 43 is young. Yeah. You're, like, you're knocking on 43's door. And it's just like, you know, Black men, we have to start taking more proactive roles in our health. And I think there was a lot of discussions about, like, you know, people were commenting on his weight and had no mm-hmm. idea what he was battling and that he was dealing with this illness. And it just kind of, I think, softened a lot of people and made people think about things differently when it comes to illness and um, you know, not knowing what people are battling and just really um, honoring him in different ways. 
how would you how were you impacted by it? Um, yeah, so it was kind of shocking because you know he never made any public statement about him being sick. Like you said, in his last one of his last roles, I think Nine Kings or something Kings, um, he was like visibly thin, and I there was like a couple things he was in where he was um, like his face was very emaciated and gaunt, and so. You know, people, you, of course, you spe- people speculate that, you know, oh, you might be sick or somebody, you know, especially if, if you're, well, yeah, but um, it was shocking because that tweet and like the Instagram post was how most people found out about it, like after he passed away. And on Twitter, it's actually the highest um, number of likes on a tweet. I did see that. Was that like black and white picture with like the the caption? Um, So I think it was definitely shocking because one, he was so young. Two, it was quote unquote sudden passing, but he'd been battling this secretly for over four years. Um, And then, you know, just everybody's, you know, kind of, I think they had already shot Black Panther 2 or they were in the process of it. And so people were like anticipating that coming out. And like you said, his contributions to film, um, a lot of people were just taken taken back aback by it. And it was, you know, people just posting and posting so much on social media. And it's like, okay, you know, we have to give people their flowers while they're here. And it's always when someone after someone passes is that that's when we want to show how much they meant to us and that you know i mean it's it's a bit unfortunate but what got me though was everybody was dragging their kid out dressing them up in a black panther costume did you see the the black panther fumes where they lay out the toys and the black panther yeah Yeah. the action figures and the, the black panthers land in the middle and then Superman and everybody else is circled around him and the kid is just bawling. And I'm like, I don't think your 18-month-old can really comprehend the loss of Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman. Like, right, and what he meant. They, I mean, like, he might like they, the movie, but like, does he think the character died? Because like, he's separate from the character. It's, it's, it's a lot to or, or did they just miss the opening of Blue's Clues and had a tantrum? Like, don't let Paw Patrol come on and you don't turn exactly, you know, as soon as it comes on. That kid will have a meltdown. Like, it's crazy because, you know, this podcast the... is, a, is, is a weekly show. And I uh-huh. think that I was going to do that as, like, my I said what I said, but I forgot we were on hiatus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I hate, I hate, I think the Black community has this obsession with performative grief. Yeah, like, it was very performative. And nothing worse, to, there's nothing worse to me than, like, performative grief. Um, just because it makes me feel really awkward to like see mm-hmm. it on news when like you know even when people's loved ones who are adults get killed or slain mm-hmm. or something bad happens or like you know people have this fascination with seeing black people cry or fall out and perform their grief but it was totally just uncomfortable and unnecessary mm-hmm. to have to see children do it it really upset yeah me. Like, yeah why are we putting this on kids yeah and that's that's the only problem i have with it because like they were I don't think most of those kids understand what their parents were making <laughs> making them do. And it's like, girl, I missed the um, roll call on Paw Patrol. <laughs> That's why that kid is crying. But yeah. 
Oh, but yeah, that is really true. And I think that goes to what you were saying earlier, just like giving people their flowers while they're here. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when I saw he had died, I was like, wow, that's really sad. That's terrible. But then I was more shocked by the reception, not the reception, mm-hmm. but the, the social media support and outcry. I was like, I just, I just didn't, it kind of caught me off guard because I was like, well, mm-hmm. we should give this man his roses while he was here. I didn't, I didn't realize that he was that important or beloved. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, speaking of being caught off guard, <laughs> did you see the Jerry Falwell sex scandal? So Jerry Falwell is this um, pastor, <sighs> like mega church pastor. He um, was doing something at Liberty University or some like Christian, ultra Christian um, college. And, In Lynchburg, and, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, well. And so <laughs> he resigned or he was on administrative leave already because he had some pictures with his pants unzipped and he was with some random woman. And then it came out that um his pool boy <laughs> literal pool boy <laughs> literal pool boy and his and his wife Jerry Falwell's wife were involved in a salacious affair so then it then you know the story got a little bit more interesting because the pool boy said that it was like a consensual almost three-way relationship where right the <laughs> the pool boy would come in have sex with Jerry Falwell's wife he would watch. wow Jerry right. was watching on some cuckold stuff, right? Isn't yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Because first, Jerry was like, his wife had the, had an affair, and it was like, "Ooh, girl, you you scandalous, you nasty." But then the pool boy was like, "Oh, hold up, <laughs> <laughs> the record reflects." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then it became this whole mess of a story because the guy was like, um, "They met him on, they were on vacation or something." And then somehow they got in, I don't know, it was a lot going on with that. And they like entered in some kind of like business arrangement because they bought a, like a youth hostel, which is actually like a gay hostel in- What? Yes, it was a lot. It was a lot. So then um, the university let- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the university let Jerry go. They were like, girl, get away from us with this wow yeah wow that's fascinating you know Mm -hmm. i think it's just like people sometimes they get to a position of power um and they just feel invincible yeah untouchable untouchable yeah and they just exert that power or they push it push it push it and push it to Mm -hmm. the edge until they can't push it no more because they fell off yeah um i also think that it's so 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 interesting that like Sudi super super conservative, Trump supporting family values, mm-hmm. Christians. Again, it's, it goes to the whole mindset of pushing the taboo, pushing the envelope. Like they have this one public persona, but then their private persona, they out here having gangbangs and, and um cuckolds and orgies and, and and going to the gay hostel. Like what in the world? It's what? like it, it's well, it like my surprise me though. It does not like, surprise me. Like my grandfather always told us, he was a deacon down at the church. He was like, don't let, you know, these people fool you. He said, the biggest sinners are in church. That is true. Right up in the pulpit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Speaking of sex scandals, this is not really a scandal, but some actress named Bella Thorne set 
a one-day record on OnlyFans. She raised a million dollars in a single day with OnlyFans subscriptions. She and then a week later it was up to two million. Um, she was charging twenty dollars per subscription, and so she, I don't even know, know like what movie she's actually been in or like what she actually does, but it was a big thing, I guess. And so, mm-hmm. um, because she, I guess she is some some kind of actress, and so people thought she was gonna be sticking things in her butt and getting naked for the people. Uh-huh. For twenty dollars a month, she's like showing her feet. <laughs> I don't even think she posted anything. Oh, so yeah, so that was like the whole scam. People were like, "What? What are you gonna be showing?" And she's like, "I'm not getting naked." And it's like, "Well, bitch, I can see this on Instagram for free." No, she's giving, <laughs> like, she's, she's giving you exclusive content. I got a couple of little bottles on OnlyFans, and she would like show her feet, like yours, mm-hmm. or like to like walking around in like high heels mm-hmm. it was like like towards a certain demographic who like feet. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's something at least right like, like, like she, i mean but shay has an only fans what she do on there the drag queen shay Coulee, she um uh-huh. like she does like fashion videos for like she's like yeah. fashions. no man like i think the shay, shay i think the only fans is trying to diversify what they're known for but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like you have that's a corny. <laughs> yeah, that's corny. I don't. Uh-uh, I'm not paying for that. Like if you, <laughs> I need to see the preview on. I'll go to your Twitter, and then I'll look at the previews <laughs> of what they got. Because you won't go on like a, a promotion. You can put anything on Twitter. So that I'm gonna go on there, look and see what you got, and then I'll just find it on Pornhub for free. I'm not paying that money. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. what's next? I believe. Um, give me a second. Here we are. Um, oh, versus versus happened. Mm-hmm. Two battles since we've been gone. Yeah. The first battle was legendary. It was between Monica and Brandy. Yes. Um, did you watch it? So this is the first one I watched the entire thing Seriously? because yes, because I was so hyped to see it because like that is nostalgia. Like back in the day, Brandy and Monica, like the feud was epic. And then just we're kind of around the same age. It was like, you know, that's like, it was good. Mm-hmm. I was really interested. Um, so I was upset and instantly annoyed because a they were late. How are you? They late never start on the, time. How are you late to the Zoom meeting? You know right. what? And that's my thing. Like the people at when we was at work in the office, the people who would be late to the meeting, be like, oh, I had traffic. Oh, I was talking to so and so. Oh, it was always some excuse. But now that they're home, they're still late to the Zoom meeting. I mean, you're just late. You disrespect yeah. other people's time. Yeah. Um, I hate the fact that like if it starts at eight, then it starts at eight. Like, why are y'all forty five minutes late? I I hate the I, thirty minute DJ. Waste of time. Waste of time. Like yeah. in the live concert setting, great. People are drinking, talking, passing the time. I don't even like it then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I get it because getting to a venue, finding parking, getting there, ticketing, mm-hmm. going through security, that takes time. You need time, to plan right? accordingly. But you can watch the verses anywhere on your phone as long as you mm-hmm. got Wi Fi or good 
you know, they the plan. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I did not watch the whole thing because I got tired. First of all, Brandy looked a hot ass mess. But Monica yeah. looked good. So good. Yeah. Brandy so, looked like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. And Monica was. White sandals? Yeah. And that big ass, like, coat or whatever that was. I heard somebody say, why she dressed like Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> But it's true. But true. true. But true. And Monica was snatched. Like, snatched. That waist was gone. She had on, like, a Fendi um, ensemble. But the pants were, I don't know how she got into the pants, but they were clearly for, but they were clearly for, like, not sitting down in. Because when she first started, like, she was just perched at the edge of the seat, and she was, like, not sitting down all the way. Because then, like, once she sat down and then she stood up again, it was, like, she, she needed to, like, hike them back up because it got a little saggy down right. in the walk area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I think, you know, she wanted to look cute. And it was a yeah. great look standing and, like you said, perched. Mm-hmm. But um, you can't perch for three hours. Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, that's why, you know, that's why, um, you know, Brandy came out of her house coat. Basically, with her book book of poems, yeah. (laughs) I got a poem for that girl. I ain't gonna come here for that. You are not my (laughs) Angelou, you can sit your ass back down. But it was good, like for the nostalgia, it broke records. It was like the highest, um, gross ranking or rated, um, versus it had like, um, over a million people for the entire thing, yeah for the entire time, which is yeah. which really, really good. And then like, they released like all the data and impressions and all that. And it was like through the roof. Awesome. It was good for the culture. Like Brandy came, you know, mm, I don't know. There was some uneasiness with between the two of them. That was quite clear. It was very obvious. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, to me, Brandy seemed like she's being very petty. It seemed like Monica came as a professional, ready to do her job, mm-hmm. ready to, you know, talk about the songs, address some of their beef back in the day, yeah. and piece it up and move forward. But it seemed like Brandy was just being very petty and very childish and just very yeah. annoying and very, very much why I don't like Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was here for the Monica part. Yeah. Well, Monica's songs also, they age a lot better than the shelf life on Brandy songs because Brandy is pushing 40 and it's like girl you can't be sitting up in your room thinking about some man some little boy mm-hmm. like it just right. it was very like teeny bop and Monica you know back in the day always got flack for her. she sounded too grown and she sounded too this and she too that but her songs lasted and they have longevity so like when she's right. the songs that she was singing back in the day and even now it's like okay I'm of a certain age, and that still can connect and resonate with me. Right, like, right. not some teeny bop sitting on top of the world. Well, I think that Brandy's always had this obsession with being wholesome and, right. like, being the good girl. And that was the thing when she was coming up, when, like, Britney Spears was a virgin and everyone was trying to be the good girl. You know, she came mm-hmm. from the Disney, not the Mickey Mouse Club, but, like, that era of time when that's mm-hmm. what was happening. And I think that Monica was like, look, I'm grown, and kind of rebuffed some of that. Mm-hmm. And but Monica's songs also made you turn up and want to like dance and yeah. talk about real life stuff. Like I think yeah. at one point even like 
Monica like cursed or one of her songs like had some explicit language. Yeah, and, Brandy was, and like, then Brandy talking her about her cover her ears. Uh, Brandy's daughter is like twenty two, and girl, <laughs> and girl, did you like lie about having her lie. like yeah. covered it up? Yeah, talking about you was married and girl, you wasn't even married to that man. And all that foolishness. Like, girl, stop. Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's inauthentic. Yeah. But did you see Gladys and Patty LaBelle? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that was Sunday night um of this week. It was from the Fillmore here in Philadelphia. Yes, it looked beautiful <laughs> with the chandeliers. With the, in the chandeliers, bag. yeah. I also was... enjoyed the promos, like leading up to it, with like Patty LaBelle cooking all the food in the kitchen. She's like, "What you going to bring the Sunday dinner?" Gladys, the glass is cooking in the kitchen. I loved it. It was the best one to me and my. It was just, and they actually but sang. They actually sang. They actually sang, which was which was the good the good part because most of them they don't own the rights to the song or some legal situation. They just have to play the song, and they can only play a certain amount of the song. And mm-hmm. but this one. Aunt Patty and Aunt Gladys was singing. Sang down. Yes. Down. It, it, Aunt Dion. <laughs> At the very end. <laughs> but I said it wasn't gonna be it wasn't gonna be good until Patty Patty kicked them shoes off. And she, <laughs> she kicked the shoes off. What song was she singing? If only you knew. I think it was that one. Or it was um she also did Somewhere Over the Rainbow for the oh, gays. Okay. And she kicked yeah. them shoes off. She started flapping like she do. But then she, uh, she hurt her knee. <laughs> she hurt her knee and had to sit back down. I was dying. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. It was good. Good. Yeah. It gave me that grandma energy. Them songs from back in the day. It was Classics. everything. Classic. And Love those... Like, that's how you have longevity. That's how you take care of your voice. And then Aunt Patty was throwing shade. She's like, and Celine did this after I did it. Let them know. Let them know. Yes. But it was good. True legends. But I love that, like, your verses, and I love it, like, you know, Swiss Beats and Timbaland are giving us range. Like, they're not just keeping Mm -hmm. it for the young kids. Like, you know, the aunties got their chance. Too, but yes. because I love that that era and I love that music. But now I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say real music, but to me that's like music, music. It's that's, different than like Monica music, and yeah. do. Um, I was really appreciative of it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. we can do some more of that. Like you know, yeah. um, I think it's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I like it. I think that they could even. I mean, I know it's by Timberland and Swizzy, and they're doing it caters to a predominantly black crowd. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they could even venture out, like <laughs> to. You know, don't leave your core audience. But there's some good. They could do like a blue eye soul one. Um, maybe. Oh, you know. who are they gonna do? Um, well, you know, Tina Marie's no longer here. But like blue eyed soul. Let me think on it. Let me think. On okay. It. Come back. Okay. But I'm gonna come back with like next episode, like a whole list of suggested verses mm-hmm. that they could do. Okay. Speaking of blue eyed soul, <laughs> did you hear about Adele <laughs> down at the Caribbean Festival? <laughs> Somewhere in the in the UK, and it was it in Nottingham. I think so. Okay, well, wherever it was, she needed to go back home because she had. Now I wasn't so mad at the outfit. People were talking about the outfit. She had on like some leggings, and then she had on a Jamaican flag, bikini top. 
We got a Jamaican flag, bikini top. Okay. There's white people in Jamaica. There's a lot of Asian people. There's a lot of Indian people in Jamaica. Okay. She had on like, did she have some gold chains or something? Mm-hmm. But I don't know who told mama it was okay to put some Bantu knots in her head. Girl, she was trying to like scary spice. <laughs> <laughs> Three Spice is black, know. okay. That is true. <laughs> but you can do that. I get where the um the Bantu knots went a little bit far, and I get why some people was upset about it. Um, I'm like, sometimes I just get tired of the whole hair argument, and mm-hmm. I understand how cultural appropriation works. Mm-hmm. It's like let's let's but like. Let's pick and choose here. Like with Adele, there's there's the fine line between like cultural appreciation and appropriation. Right. And here she's at Carnival, which is like not just for Black people. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural experience. It's to share their culture with others. And in Canada, like in Toronto, Carnival's huge for the whole city. Yeah. People of all different backgrounds participate and dress up and celebrate this culture. And it's inviting. Um, and I don't think, I think you have to look at intent. And I don't mm-hmm. think that her intention was to take something from another culture to exploit right. it for her profit it, yeah. without actually learning and appreciating about it. Mm-hmm. Like Adele was not the one to come for. And I get that like, you know, some black people just feel like, oh, well, if you're not black, you can't wear braids, you can't wear cornrows, you can't wear dreadlocks, you can't wear, you know, banshee knots. And I get uh-huh. it. And I, I do agree with the dreadlock one, but for totally different reasons. Yeah, because they're saying. They look like they look exactly. exactly. And I'm all <laughs> yeah. about hygiene. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, Adele was not the one. Adele, like, just because she's dating Skepta, no, does not, that does not give her a pass. Who's Ni- he's he's Nigerian, Nigerian or something, by the way. You know, I used to date Naomi Campbell. Well. Well, yeah, my fave. But like, <laughs> she's she appreciates Black culture. She, is, I, don't, I don't think that her intent was to exploit it. I actually have right. more problem with her outfit because it looked like she just left Lululemon. She had like <laughs> some black and gray uh, marble. Yeah, they didn't even match the bikini top. Go the yeah. bikini top. Okay, yeah. you know, because I'm not I'm not Caribbean, but back in the day, like my one girlfriend, she went to um all my girlfriends for some reason in college were like you know from Saint Croix, Jamaica, Haiti, Saint Vincent, like they were all Caribbean. The Caribbean population of like New Yorkers that mm-hmm. came to my college. And my one girlfriend transferred, and when we went to, we would always go up to her college to go to SUNY Binghamton for Carnival in like mm-hmm. November. Now I'll never forget, I was drunk and passed out seeing ladies all. But like, I'm Caribbean. I would like go up there rocking a different flag and pretend to be Rihanna one year. One day I went up with a Canadian flag. It's just participating in the fun. I wasn't mm-hmm. appropriating anyone's culture or country. But yeah. I think that the problem with Adele was for me, her outfit. The mm-hmm. leggings did not match. Okay, you wanted to rep Jamaica, but then you wasn't giving me nothing with them feathers. Them feathers was yeah, flimsy. Feathers, yeah. They was broke down. It really was like the party city you know, yeah. Yeah. of a carnival costume. So yeah, she could have been was, more. If you was going to do it, do yeah. it, sis. Do she, it, yeah. And I think she, that's she the execution. Costume. The execution of it was was not not there because there. But there are white people in the Caribbean. I used to date this guy from. He was like from Saint Croix. And he was white. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he confused me because he had a Caribbean accent. Mm-hmm. And I would just look at him like, I was confused because 
You right? see this white guy, but then you have the Caribbean accent coming out. Like people, like people don't, don't understand. Like the Caribbean is also like this melting pot. If you there's lots of Indo-Caribbean people. When I say Indo-Caribbean, mm-hmm. I mean like Indian Caribbean. Like if you think of like Guyanese people, even though they're technically like South America, right. they consider themselves Caribbean. But lots of like Indian people came over from India to work in you know Guyana, and um, there's lots of Chinese people in Jamaica. Remember that one girl from that competition singer, Shotessa Anshin. <laughs> I yeah, I remember. Yes. <laughs> but like, the, the Caribbean is really, like you said, to your point, diverse. I had a, I went to college with a white girl. She was from, from Barbados, and it is confusing. But although I went to college, nobody had this, nothing to say. Uh-huh. I went to college with this white girl. She was from South Africa, but she got all of the scholarship because <laughs> she, she was, was technically African American, <laughs> and she would what? show up at the award ceremony, and everybody'd be like, right. But she was, was African American, but she was not black. Right. Right. So. Um, but yeah, but no one has a problem when the Real Housewives of Atlanta go to the carnival. Was that cultural appropriation? Um, like, it gets so confusing in this country. Yeah. But yeah. I, I was, I wasn't mad at Adele. It's the times of Corona. The world is on fire. We got this orange plebeian as a president. We got other things to be mad about. <laughs> right. Well, one thing I'm mad about is Usher. <laughs> Raymond has been given a residency in Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that because does Usher even have the catalog for that? Does he have enough songs to do a two-hour show three, four times a week? And who is going to these things? I don't know. Not me. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe if you're like in Vegas or like you live in LA and it's like something fun to do for the weekend, it's like a mm-hmm. you know, you know, forty five dollar ticket on coupon. Sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but like when I think Las Vegas residency, I think a ticket is hundreds of dollars. It, yeah. You're giving me Celine. You're giving me Mariah. You are giving me share. Like, it's like share. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. icon. Um, it just seems like the stars these days don't have as much of a bar to pass. Like, yeah. Celine gave you a show. She gave you a show for like years. Yeah, the longest running, like, like mm-hmm. Cher. These are super, super stars. Um, yeah. Mariah's show Jackson was had, good. Yeah. Janet's was... Short-lived. Yeah. It wasn't like a full, like, residency. Residency. But she had, yeah. but she had the She did have one. Yeah, yeah. I, I was similarly to Usher. I was confused by J Lo's. Um, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. made sense to me though. Um, it never happened though. Britney's she had a residency. She did. No, she got offered one, but then that was when like she had to pull out because her dad got sick or something. Because uh, it had the black and white promo. It had like the red across the eyes. Mm. She had like a nasty red lip. That was that one. She didn't have it. Well, back to Usher. I'm surprised. Only song, only songs I can think of his are Yeah and You Got It Bad. That's it. That's it. That's all I can think of. Yeah, I'm like racking my brain. Yeah, I ain't got it. And neither does he. Well, he got something about it. Oh, oh, stop. (laughs) My boy. Basically. But good luck to you. We hope that you make lots of money. I'm sure that it'll be a very short lived. Ain't nobody going. 
know, in Nevada, you can't have a <laughs> gathering indoors of more than 50 people. Right. <laughs> Although that orange person has got one because he's been having his rallies over there. But wolves on the fly. Anyway, what's next? Well, um, the kids are going back to school all across the United States at that time of the year. You know, they're in their dorms. The kids, um, the back to school pictures on the Instagrams and the Facebook <laughs> look very different this year because that's one thing I always can't stand. Is like back to school time. The parents always posting pictures of each kid getting on the bus. The, they crying. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's they got their little board. sign. Yeah. <laughs> I miss years old. My favorite color is this. My favorite food is that. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> oh, stop! Someone will be cute. My nephews are cute. Okay, I will. I will say this caveat: I do not like children besides my children, my family's children, my nieces and nephews and mm. that of my very close friends. Like when you said, like, we'll, like what, me and you will exchange pictures of our nieces yeah. and nephews. I love seeing your nieces and nephews, but you're my friends. I love you. I love your fa- your kids. But like, people who like I went to college with or went to high school with and don't really <laughs> talk to, I don't, I really truly do not want to see your children at back to school time. I noticed this year that the back to school pictures because of the circumstances were significantly yeah. less. However, yeah. a lot of people still have their kids with their little Acer laptops sitting down. Not an Acer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they probably got gateway laptops too. <laughs> sitting down <laughs> at the side of the room table. And he's going bite down, by the way, yeah. you know, with their little headphones on, with their little books. And I'm like, damn, that's a shame. But I'm going to pray for these children. I'm really going to pray because these children are going to be dumb. I'm gonna pray for myself because I'm gonna have to deal with them kids later on. Because, like, I think we talked about this before. How I don't know how these kids are gonna be learning anything because the disconnect is like you can put up that that um webcam, but them kids ain't paying attention. Surely not. Who's gonna check them? the, The attention span is very very short. Um. I think that a lot of kids, I feel like as a teacher, because I have a lot of friends who are teachers, a lot of time spent in the classroom is like, you know, getting the kids' attention, getting them edutainment. <laughs> We're like, you got to make yeah. it a game or make it fun because mm-hmm. you have to have that in-person interaction. You got to throw them a ball. You have to like yeah. really engage with them to keep them up because the attention span is just non-existent. You can't do that through a laptop. And um, I just feel like we're going to have a generation of kids who are going to be cashiers and don't know how to count change. <laughs> we got them kind of kids right now. It's true. Ooh, don't let that machine that drops the coins be broken because you're just not going to get that money. Yeah, I love when you go to Wawa, like that machine spits out the change because it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I can't count two quarters a time. Five seconds. Hard. Um, but it's sad. I do feel bad for the parents because I don't know how the parents can work from home that also supervise their children with the distance learning. Um, I couldn't yeah. imagine being a parent during these times, but the one thing I can say is that many kids are more adaptable than we think. And I hope that they'll be fine. Um, but I, I, something has to be done because I just don't think it's sustainable. And I think that the children will suffer in the long run. And they might need to like add another two years of high school. Yeah, because they're going to be significantly behind. 
Because I mean, yeah. we're already behind the rest of the world, like we are in everything else. Um, let's just not make it worse. <laughs> yeah. And then the college kids, these campuses are opening back up for what reason I do not know. But college kids being college kids are wilding the fuck out. And they're just having these large gatherings, these parties. They are also having like COVID po- um, parties. So if someone tests positive for the virus, they'll invite all their friends over and then wow. essentially infect all of them. Or they think that if everyone has COVID, then we can all quarantine together. Or it, these kids are dumb. Dumb. Yeah. And it's just, we don't have a fucked up time. We can't blame America for our children. Yeah. But what annoyed me also was that, because, um, you know, I like college football, because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, from the South and I was on the marching band in high school and college. So college football started up over the weekend. And so most of the stadiums, so my school, they are only playing at empty stadiums. And okay. so our game didn't come on until like 7.30 or 8.30, I can't remember. But mm-hmm. the Florida State game came on like during the day. So I'm like sitting down and watching it. And then, I, you know how you hear like the crowd noise? And some, pl- uh-huh. some places are like pumping it in, like it's not real crowd noise. It's but like this a laugh time, track. It's kind of like a laugh track for <laughs> the stadium's like crowd noise. And they put like placeholders in the seat so it looks like a crowd is there. But the Florida State game, I heard all this noise and then they pan out and you see the stadium is like, had significant amount of people in it. And I was like, come on, people. This is Florida. I mean, wow. just give it to the whole state, honestly, wow. truly. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Best of luck to the children. Best of luck mm-hmm. to college students. But um, this ain't the last. I think this is just the new normal. I think that every couple of years we'll have a new pandemic. It's going to be a series of pandemics. Y'all just better get used to wearing masks for the rest of your lives. And yeah, that's what it is. Pretty much. It's quite Pretty bad. much. Well, well, you know. <laughs> Give us the next lead in. I'll let you do this one. Me? Yes. I'm going to skip that one. I'll move to the next one because this is a big topic. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of something I thought was going to last the rest of our lives, but they announced that they were ending. Keeping Up with the Kardashians is ending next year after 20 seasons, 14 years on the air. They are. They're moving on, and I'm upset about it. Because as much like flack and like much as much like shit talking this family gets, I actually like them because I feel like they're real, and I feel like they deal with a lot of more real issues than people give them credit for. And you know, they, you know, essentially open up their lives to have people, you know, get to know them or keep up with them, whatever. But then they flipped it and they started making a a lot of money off of it. And I think that's what people started to have a problem with. Because I think in the beginning it was okay. But then once the show became such a moneymaker and it was like, why are we paying you guys this much money to just let us film your life? I think that's what a lot of people had 
problems with. It wasn't even that though. It was like all these other brands were launching, businesses were launching off, mm-hmm. and the show was just a catalyst for like, yeah, you know, it launched into, into the stratosphere of stardom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I mean, I wasn't mad that they were getting their money. They were getting their money. They were entertaining yeah. to watch. I do agree with you that they had a sense of relatability, but I actually think that it was time for the show to end. And I feel like, A, we should all be proud because we kept up. Yeah. But we did keep up with the Kardashians. Cookie for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm a true believer in like, go out while on top. And I do think that their ratings over the past few seasons have been declining. I think that, um, quite frankly, that the center of the show, which was Kim, Courtney, and Chloe, their lives are changing. I just don't think that's conducive to their lives anymore. And also they don't need the show as a vehicle for their other businesses because they've made themselves household names and other rights. They've got, I mean, Kylie's a, a first self-made billionaire, allegedly. You know, Youngest. Kendall is a, yeah, Kendall is a real actual fashion model. And the other women- The highest paid fashion other, model. You know, businesses. And yeah. they don't they don't need the show. And now that they're at such a level, of celebrity that they probably do value their privacy. Like I, I was really identifying with Courtney towards the end of the last couple seasons because she wanted, she didn't film as much. She was really protective of her children. And I think that they seen, you know, when they started the show, they were like, you know, in their early twenties because Kendall and Kylie were like tweens. They were, yeah, like, very young. You know, there's a lot of sacrifice that happens with putting your life in the spotlight and in the arena and not having any privacy and it can negatively impact you in many ways and i think that as their children are getting older they don't necessarily want that nor do they need that to provide the kind of lifestyle that they want so i think that it makes sense for them as a family i think it makes sense as a business move and i also just think it makes sense for you know the sanity of america in the world i don't think so i mean i do get that they are aging and maturing and but why why i mean that's a check you film maybe six weeks out the year and you make hundreds of millions of dollars like girl it ain't costing me that much of my life just set that time aside in your calendar and make it work and i think courtney who is the least interesting to look at was always about talking about her kids and how you know she wants to be a mom and this that and so well how are you gonna feed them kids you need to work. Oh, believe me. Her kids, <laughs> her kids and her grandchildren will be eating just fine. I don't like, know, honey. It's to the point where it's not even about greed. And, and, and trust and believe, Chris That's is working on out. some other deal to, to transition yeah. to something else. I have no doubt, okay? There's something else the that people say, works. Yeah, the people say that it's because E couldn't afford them anymore. So they're probably going to move to some streaming network because you can make a lot more money in streaming than you mm-hmm. can on network. And so, I don't know. I think, you know, Kim is i think she's gonna be 40 this year or mm-hmm. next year i can't remember but um courtney's over 40 chloe is like late 30s um it wouldn't make sense to kind of transition to the younger ones because you know they're out trying to be young and and do things but i don't know i don't i just don't think the reason like, yeah, go out on a round number because, you know, 20 sounds a lot better than going out on, like, 19 or 21 or 22. Because mm-hmm. I was mad when Oprah ended at 24 seasons <laughs> instead of 25. Like, girl, right, how much girl, you can brand that? Yeah. 
but I don't know. I just don't think the reasons they gave made much sense to me. Well, to you as a viewer and a fan, but I think that there's certain luxuries that money can't even buy, no amount of money in the world. And those luxuries are time, space, and privacy, all of which they'll be getting ending the show. So I'm in full support. They're going to be back on somebody else. Um, Well, the new season comes out next year. They said they're not going to film any of Kanye's (laughs) presidential run. Um, Chloe, I mean, Courtney is gone or filming much less. Um, Chloe was trying to have the whole Tristan storyline. I don't even, Kendall didn't really even film that much anyway. Um, She she was always gone, uh, yeah, working. And then Kylie would pop in and out. Like, she wasn't like a main staple, anyways. But I'm sad to see that. She the money selling lip gloss. Like, it's like they don't need to do that anymore. You know? Mm -hmm. I get it. I totally get it. But I do hope that Chris Jenner joins the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. No, that that will be cute. (laughs) Like, that will be cute. I can see that. I can see Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Well, Speaking of something, oh, you want to intro? No, 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 you do it, you do it, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're better with the segues than I am. <laughs> I don't much of a segue, but, um, and I lost it, so I'm just going to go into it. Speaking of something I did not see, I didn't see all of it, but I saw enough of him laying on that um, hotel room floor. So Andrew Gillum, who was the disgraced <laughs> politician from Florida, um, a few months ago, he uh, got caught up in an entanglement down at the Motel 6, and he was allegedly on drugs and coked out his mind and drunk as hell. And he was in there with an escort and some other man, a male escort and some other man. And they had to call 911. It was a whole situation. Um, he didn't address the rumors. He just went to rehab, quote, unquote for alcoholism and then he came back maybe like what five six weeks ago too not too far um from from recent time and he put out like this 11 minute video and said that he um was in rehab for alcohol he was you know dealing with his issues and he would be talking to the public soon fast forward to last week and Tamron Hall, who's a, she's not the most hard-hitting journalist. No, I mean, because I watched, I caught the second half of the interview, and uh-huh. she was throwing him, like, underhanded softball. Softball. It was, not, it was, it was not a Barbara Walters yeah. 2020 yeah. situation. <laughs> it was interesting because he didn't go for, well, my first question was, like, who asked for this? Because, like, you could have just stayed gone because nobody was really checking for you like that um my second thing was tamron hall of all people and that's no shade to her but i mean you get in your gail robin roberts would give oprah. you a little softball like if you really want to like to make a statement oprah winfrey whole segment for real <laughs> barbara walters 2020 you know yes. 60 minutes something but tamron hall <laughs> Yeah, at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. on a Monday. And I, 
I didn't see it because like I missed I was in a meeting and then it's not posted online. But anyway, um the articles I saw, they had like the text transcript of it and like she didn't even ask him like what was up with him being in the hotel room. He had to like come out and say it. And he said, Since you didn't ask me, I'm su- you know, it's like I'm surprised you didn't ask me. I'll just go ahead and put it out there because that's what people want to know. He's like, I don't He's like, you didn't ask me if I'm gay. I don't identify as gay. I identify as bisexual. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> you can't say you're the straightest man in the world. <laughs> right. You was face down, ass up, down <laughs> to that Motel 6. I just have a lot of questions. And this is I the don't. whole thing with it. Uh-huh. This is what I want to say. Like, you were caught in a really compromising position. And there's some things that I didn't like about the interview when he was like, you know, I, he admitted that he was bisexual. He said he had a relationship. He said, I went to the hotel room that night to communicate how one would communicate with someone that they had a relationship or friendship or whatever with. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just speak in specifics because relationships and friendships and whatevers are three different things and categories. Yeah, totally <laughs> um, different things. But none of them require you to communicate. And it depends on what kind of communicate you try to do. Body do language. They require you to communicate this body language. <laughs> <laughs> do they require you to communicate naked? Like naked? Naked. Naked. naked? naked. Naked. With a whole bunch of drugs in the room. He was like, I drugs. was not on drugs. I went right to a rehab facility for alcohol. But well, I thought he said. They tested I wasn't- me. Uh-huh. for drugs, and, I was, and there was nothing in the test two days later. Two days later. So I thought he said, initially he said, I didn't do meth. So it was like, oh, That's, oh okay, girl. Okay, girl, there was a whole array of other drugs that you could have had <laughs> There was pills, there was cocaine, there was, we, I mean, there's a lot of other drugs other than meth. Right, and again, I don't understand how you just pass out, even if you were drunk, how did your clothes get off? And he's like, you know, someone took advantage of me in a very vulnerable mm-hmm. moment in position and, mm-hmm. and, and took photos without my consent. Well, if you would have kept consciousness, <laughs> you wouldn't have been in an opportunity for someone to take photos without your consent. You don't have any yeah, expectation like, of privacy in a hotel room that you did not lease for the night. <laughs> like, especially after they have to call 911. Yeah. It was a lack of accountability. Yeah, and uh, the wife. You got so drunk they had to call nine one one. I can't tell you yeah. the last time that happened to me. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I have the wife on. Yeah. I listen, I did listen to an interview that Tamron Hall did with the Breakfast Club, and she was just like, "Oh yes, he wanted to be in the room when the wife was talking." Well, for what? Why? Intimidation? Scare tactics? I don't know. Yeah. What would you need to be here for? This is her interview, sir. Yeah. Because he was so by Tamar himself. Hall she was a great pretender and supporter. Ooh, pretender. Pretender. <laughs> okay. But the she thing had to have is, that was, that was what I was going to say. She knows. And he said something about, or one of them said, you know, something about their agreement. And I was like, oh, okay. So she's not mad that he did it. She's mad that it was so publicly spread across the world. 
Right. Like, so, yeah. So now you're embarrassing me. Yeah. Right. Because the people say, now he went to, he was down in Florida, and the people say, where did he go to school? Did he go to Florida State or FAM? He went to FAM. Well, the people at FAM across on train tracks have a lot to say about Andrew Gillum back in the day. And that's all I'm going to say. So this was not surprising to any of those people. No one was shocked. Yeah. But he did say something in an interview. He was like, you know, I'm a bisexual man. And, you know, if, if, if the society and the world were an accepting place, you know, 20 years ago, would I have been able to fall in love with a man? Probably, but I didn't. I fell in love with a woman. I'm like, so what are you saying this whole statement for? Because we're not talking about the world 20 years ago. It's, it, it's, it's today. You yeah. still here creeping, trying to absolve yourself and not take accountability for your behavior. Yeah, this was like you know 20 weeks ago. Uh, like, if he was like, you know, bisexual is not synonymous with cheating because straight men can cheat. It doesn't matter that I have a bigger pool to cheat from. If you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. But you cheat. So it's just like, sir, so like, what are you, like, what are you saying? How are you structuring these arguments? You're, yeah. you're, not, you're not doing any favors for yourself. I think right. he spoke too soon. And I think that he's trying to get back out there into well, the political arena. But it's done. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Go write a book. Go find something else to do. Because you, you nobody know, was like you were you were a contender for vice president. Let, let's remind the people. And if you remember, yeah. he was quickly taken out of the running before all this shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So I think you know when you are on vice president level, you get vetted deeply. They know they wow. pull out all the skeletons. Mm-hmm. They knew what it was hitting for, and he was like, "Oh well, I was depressed after you know I lost mm-hmm. the gubernatorial race. Dep- being depressed, well, in my Never mind. I said, being depressed don't make you want to take dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, don't try to link the two. Like, right, and that's like he the was thing. Just, he was not sincere. He was not honest. And I think that he did himself a disservice by giving this bullshit-ass interview. And that's all I yeah, have to say about that. Because nobody, nobody was asking for it. And I think um, Angelie on The Breakfast Club said that she felt like he was trying to rush his um, process of handling all of this. And, you know, it wasn't the time for it. Like, it wasn't productive. And if he's coming out and he's not telling the entire truth or not giving this kind of, like, filtered down version of what he wants to really say, then it's just like, girl, you could have kept all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he should have. Yeah, even Tamron admitted it was very, very filtered, but I think that she was agreeable to doing it because she wanted her season three premiere to be cute, or season two premiere, rather. She, she, she's not yeah. on the VR. Um, <laughs> but she wanted her season, her season two premiere to be cute, and she got the interview. Yeah. Uh, I, I want the interview with a boyfriend. That's the interview I would like to see. Uh, well, he got OnlyFans. Sure. You can subscribe for $9.99 <laughs> a month. Go to his Twitter because he got all the previews on that. Ooh, he's coming to me after the show. <laughs> he probably got a, uh, a gag order. Um, I don't know because he put out a tweet and he was, it was him laying in the bed and he was like about to watch this hashtag Andrew Gillum interview. I was like, ooh, shady. Shady girl. All right, child. Does that wrap up the categories for this week? It does. It does. It does. Let's move into our realness section. This week in realness, we're talking about sending nudes. 
also uh, known as pics or images of one in a state very similar to Andrew Gillum, but actually maybe conscious, let's hope. Exactly, <laughs> um, I was gonna say consensually. Consensually um, in, uh, to potential lovers, mates, suitors, and dates. Uh, over the weekend, what's his name, Chris Evans? Chris Evans, Captain America. Captain America. To me, he released images of um, his new pictures. It looked like they were done for a gay man's porn studio. To me, they were very posed. Oh, what pictures you saw? I saw them online. Which ones did you see? <laughs> they were not posed. They wasn't? No. Maybe the ones I sent were doctor. They were probably fake. Because it was on... Um, his Instagram story just something. And it was like, a, maybe it was Instagram Live or something, but it was like a story. And it was like, they were playing that, it was like one of those like heads up games or something where okay. you like, the clue comes down and the people have to guess or something. And he accidentally um, showed his camera, his photo reel in his phone. And it was like three pictures at, at, the, at the top that were like of him. Uh-huh. Like headshots or like modeling shots, and then like some other random videos, and then like on the third row on the right hand side was a dark, kind of grainy picture of a big okay. piece of meat, <laughs> and it was all over Twitter, all over Instagram. Well, Twitter started taking them down, but I saw it. Okay. Before I took it down. Wow. I took a video of it if I, if you want me to send it. To you. <laughs> Please send it after the show. <laughs> but I don't think it was. The internet it exists forever. You know, yeah. It was just it was just his member, not his act, his whole self. Yeah, like his face wasn't in it, but I don't think it was him because the pictures that were in there just didn't look they just weren't cohesive. So it was probably like his assistant's phone or something like that. Why is this like somebody's phone? I, I don't oh, think sure. it was his. Oh, I, I think see. it was oh, like it was probably somebody else. Somebody else's, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So my understanding of the whole thing's different. But in terms of illness, I will say I'm not gonna act like I'm above it. I really don't have those kinds of images anymore. Um well I've never taken images of my full self. That's something I've never done, never would do because you can't what? Go ahead. I'll send, a, I'll send a face pic and then I'll send other pics separate. Ooh. I'll never have one picture of all Justin. How about you? So my mom and I had this <laughs> very, very uncomfortable conversation um, uh-huh. a while back and I forget, somebody was in the, in the news for like a similar situation where their stuff had leaked. And uh-huh. my my mom ain't seen no stuff <laughs> but it was somebody like mainstream i can't remember who it was but anyway she goes "Ooh, they said so-and-so sent out some naked pictures and i was like oh okay she's like you ain't never done nothing like that have you and i was like mom i am very uncomfortable right now having this conversation <laughs> with you and she said to me well if you do it don't put your face. <laughs> I know that's right. And I was like, oh my God. I, I can't believe right. I'm having this picture. But no face, no trace. Don't put any. You have to make sure your background is nondescript. Exactly. If you have any identifying marks or 
situations on your body, tattoos, out, um, birthmarks, you missing a toe. <laughs> or got an extra toe. <laughs> or got an extra toe or something. Uh, you know, you got to crop that out. Handle it. Yeah. Handle it. Yeah. People, but people be like, oh, well, I want to see it all together and make sure it's you. Not uh-uh. today. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Nope. That's what we're not gonna do. That's what we're not. You better use your imagination. Yeah, shoot. You better, you better use some Photoshop skills. I know you got a piece of together. Basically. In your mind. But yeah, but um, yeah, I don't think it was him. I think you know, it is twenty, almost twenty twenty one, and I think people mm-hmm. do it more than they will admit to doing it. So people do it all the time. I, yeah. I will, one day we will have a, pre, a president. I mean, we already have a first lady where we've seen her nudes. Wow. Um, but one day we will have a full-blown president where, we've, where they have nudes. It's just, I think in the future, it's going to be less of a thing. Yeah, and it's like not even shocking like, anymore. Remember back in the day, like the whole Kim Kardashian sex tape was like, oh my God. Delicious. Yeah, and then like whenever um, people's like pics would leak or mm-hmm. like Brad Pitt was walking out of his house getting in the hot tub naked and they had the pictures of him back in the day and it was now it's not like a big deal it's not i mean people are literally opening up accounts on OnlyFans and, and selling it for 6.99 a month i mean yeah. it's yeah. just not a big deal anymore um mm. i don't know what that says about society and culture um, i would necessarily do because i live with the shame and the embarrassment of upsetting or dishonoring my mother um so won't be doing that for me but i don't judge you if you do and i'm also a supporter of the arts (laughs) support your local artisans (laughs) but also we hope that you take our advice on um this modern day dilemma no face yes we'll put a (laughs) poll in our um instagram stories or something how do you feel about sending new things? DMs are open. You can slide yours. <laughs> yes, always accepted. And always we'll accepted. Eva- we'll evaluate them and let you know what we think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next. The next topic of the show is our next category. It is. I said what I said. What's your first I say what I said for season three? My first I said what I said is um, kind of speaking on something that we discussed earlier. You and I are both watching a lot of TV because we're stuck in the house. Summer is winding down. The pumpkin spice latte is out. The air is crisp. The leaves are falling. Fall is here. It's autumnal time. So we're going to be in the house more. We're going to be watching a lot more shows, watching a lot more streaming. Um, and I am obsessed with TV. 2020 is the year that I probably watched the most TV ever. But um, I'm happy to see a lot of shows go. Mm-hmm. Similar to my previous statements, it's time for Keeping Up with the Kardashians to go. There's a few other shows that I can't stand. And I really think that at one point in America, like the whole reality competition show format was really, really big. Like when you had all those singing shows, American Idol, The Voice, America's Next Top Model, um, I think that anything that is really, re- I think that reality needs to just go away. Reality television is dead. It's done. Let's pack it away. Buy Kardashians. Buy reality competition shows. I know tonight is the premiere of Dancing with the Stars, hosted by Tyra mm-hmm. Banks. 
of why it needs to go. You are going to watch some socially distanced dance. (laughs) They probably in the bubble, like the NBA (laughs) players, and they get tested on the regular. I'm going to watch. I just think dancing with the stars. Because they didn't announce, they usually announce the pairings beforehand. They didn't do that this time. So we got to watch the premiere to see who they're matched up with. Well, I know Carol Baskin's on it. <laughs> I don't even know her. <laughs> you know her. She killed her husband, allegedly. Wow. On a, a Joe, <laughs> exotic Joe. She better, she better kill it on the dance floor or she's going to get <laughs> eliminated. She's going to be in Tiger outfits. I already can see it. Well, I think Dancing with the Stars, bye-bye. That's creepy, scary, awkward show, The Masked Singer. Bye-bye. They're show. about to start season four. America's Got Talent, go. I think all reality television shows just need to kind of like, I think that era is done. I think it's had a good 20 years. Bye-bye. I'm tired of it. I'm much more into scripted programming. I much more rather see something that's thoughtful, something that's written, something that's done with real actors. But um, also given COVID, but, it's probably not going to be happening for a little bit. Yeah, because like on Bold and the Beautiful, <laughs> do you see them kissing those mannequins? The mannequins, yes. Oh, child. Like, just don't do the kissing scene. <laughs> um, um, Denise, Denise Shields has her husband stand in. Is that her name? Uh, I don't From know who Hills, Beverly Hills. Denise. Richard? Richard. I said Denise. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> she claimed her husband has a big, um... Well, she talks about it all the time. All she the time, so it's probably small. No? <laughs> we'll ask Brandy if she got it. <laughs> <laughs> I still think Eddie Sabrina's cute, but on to the next topic. <laughs> well, that's my I said what I said for the premiere of season three of Category Is. What is your I said what I said, Maurice? My I said what I said for this week is about a divorce drama that's been going on. So uh, Dr. Dre, who's, you know, legendary rapper, founder of Beats Headphones, um, I believe he's a billionaire off yes. of those beats. Yeah. Um, but anyway, his wife, Nicole Young, is divorcing him and she's alleging all kind of spousal abuse and domestic violence and but she's making headlines because she is asking for 1.936 million dollars a month to cover her expenses as part of their divorce settlement she wants ten thousand dollars a month for laundry Girl, where are you wearing these clothes to? Everybody's quarantined. Around the house, around her mansion. <laughs> then she wants another $130,000 a month for clothes to go where? We are in lockdown. To, to her mansion. <laughs> and the lockdown won't end soon. She can't be wearing lashes in fashion. <laughs> she has six months to stockpile everything she could. Then she wants $60,000 a month for education. Now, they have two kids, Truly and True Ice. And Truly and True Ice? Are you serious? Uh-huh. Yeah, those are their names. Oh. And um, tuition ain't $60,000 a year, let alone $60,000 a month. Come on, girl. She wants $900,000. Huh? Top private schools and tutors. It's the kids in college. It's expensive to be rich. Girl, I guess. 
She wants nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment. Sounds about right. Disney Disney Plus is not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get you a little bootleg situation for free. Charitable donations, one hundred twenty-five thousand. Her mortgage, a hundred thousand dollars a month. Telephone, cell phone, and email, twenty thousand dollars a month. Email is free. <laughs> No, because she keeps hers on a private server. She ain't going to be out here doing a Hillary. <laughs> I was going to say, she got that Hillary server. I mean, she need to get on somebody's friends and family plan because ain't nobody's <laughs> cell phone $20,000 a month. Girl, no man. You need to get together. And Mama is a lawyer. Like, I understand that, you know, they be trying to ask her so much because they know once it gets cut down, she's going to end up with a nice coin. But, girl, you tried it. You tried it. You know I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. He's a billionaire. They've been together so, for a long, long time. So she be able to be living at uh, the lifestyle to which she is accustomed. She can get real accustomed to <laughs> a lot less, real fast, just as fast as she got accustomed to it. She can go back. But he does not have been able to build his empire without her at his side. She's owed her due. No, she is not. Yes, she is. No, There's no prenuptial not. agreement. They had a prenup. They have one. She says it's not enforceable because he got drunk or something one night and said, nah, baby, I'm going to tear it up. Oh, that's not how that works. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay, girl. Well, good luck yeah. to her then. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just don't understand like why you can't ask for so much money. I mean, I, I know the laws or whatever, but it just makes no common sense. Like, if she you're done, that, done, she'll probably get like an eighth of it. Right. But if you're done, done, be like Tina Turner and say, all I want is my name. Your kids are grown. So you not getting child support or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hope you should have stacked some of that money as you were going along. If you were spending $130,000 a month on clothes, mm-hmm. 900000 for entertainment, bitch, please. Like, is Beyonce <laughs> I be at your house every night? Right. Like, girl. <laughs> like, for real. In a month, $900,000, almost a million dollars a month in entertainment? Come on. You tried it. Does entertainment include travel, though? I, I, I see she didn't have a travel budget. Um, The travel was in something else, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe. But where's she traveling to? Because... It's true. Girl, bye. I'm not paying for that. Mm. And I said what I said. All right. Well, now it's time for our last and final segment, and also our favorite segment mm-hmm. of the show, at least mine. It is time for tens, tens, tens across, tens the, across board. the board. Yes. Now, for our new listeners, this is a segment where um, we congratulate someone for doing something that is a great accomplishment or um, contribution to the world, society, or some benchmark or milestone or major achievement. Um, my tens this week goes to Naomi Osaka, who has won her third Grand Slam title at the U.S. Open against um, Victoria. How do you say her name? Azarenka. Azarenka. Yeah, Victoria Azarenka from Belarus. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi's what, 22 years old? No, no. And she is half Japanese, half Haitian. She is American, but she's Jamaican. I thought she was Haitian. 
know. I may be wrong. But I know she's from now in the Caribbean somewhere, but she's also not Japanese. And yeah. she is um plays for Japan though. And uh-huh. this is her third Grand Slam title. Um, if you remember last year at the US Open, she beat Serena Williams. Uh so it was really nice because at this US Open, she was really taking no. a stance. Mm-hmm. Is she Haitian? She's Haitian. I thought it was Jamaican. Yeah. Um, but she, this year at the U.S. Open, she came out before every match with a face mask on because COVID, and she had the name of someone who was slain um, at the hands of police in America, given everything that's happening with our uprising and our police state in this country. She had the names of Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, Orlando Castile, and many others, <laughs> making a quiet political statement very um, forcefully with the mask that was on her face. I didn't like the font. I thought the font was like a little like Ariel or like comic Yeah, sand. it's like comic like sans. Little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a more expensive or like Yeah. You know, yeah. Like uh, I'm not gonna knock her for that. It's the well, like intention and it's legitimate that counts. But girl, next time. Yeah, you give tens for that. We don't <laughs> <laughs> It was the spirit. It was, it was the spirit girl. It was a spirit girl. But consults with someone for the font next time. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I did not like the plot. And it was like cosmic stance and italic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I but she came out, she killed it on the tennis court. She made a political or social statement about the state of the militarized police in America and how it is unfairly uh, attacking and oppressing mm-hmm. Black people. And I also want to give a shout out to her boyfriend, who is a rapper named Corday. I've heard the song, but. Hope you do something soon. Maybe I'll check out your SoundCloud. Um, but he was very much in the stands with his surgical mask on too. And he had his, his defund the police shirt on. And he was hyped with his girlfriend and cheering her on. I see he watched her win her third Grand Slam title. I just think they're a very cute, young, black, fun couple. And that's what's up. I just think she's really looking to see. And okay. she's embracing who she is. And she did post something on Twitter. She was just like, you know, every time I'm reminded of that the, that the blood of my ancestors runs through my veins, I'm reminded that I cannot lose. I just thought that like, she's just a really mm. grounded young woman who's a formidable athlete and she's using her opportunity, her time to do good in the way that she can. So tends to you, Naomi Interesting. Osaka. Interesting. Did the people come for her and say that she's not a ADOS, so they don't like her? I cannot stand these ADOS people. It's a whole other conversation for a whole other podcast. What is your tennis today? My tennis this week is going to the firefighters and first responders in California, Oregon, all throughout the West Coast. These wildfires are crazy. And they say that um, one of them was started by a gender reveal party that went awry these people had a some kind of smoke generating device that malfunctioned or whatever and burnt up the thing so one people stop having gender reviews because you're putting everybody's life they're stupid first of all nobody cares nobody cares but you because <laughs> it's not going to change anybody's life it's not even going to change your life to find yeah, out really, why you're having a, a party for someone's genitals yeah it's really just it's a penis and pussy party 
or penis and vagina party. But it's yeah. stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. And did you see hear about the one that the grandma got killed? Because they had like oh, basically they tried to the do time like time? a yeah they they tried to have um it was this one I forget where it was but they tried to have um like a fireworks kind of explosion but they end up making basically a pipe bomb and the shrapnel killed the grandmother. Yeah. And wow. yeah, and then there was there was another one, I believe in Australia or New Zealand that created like another wildfire. But anyway, y'all got to stop with these gender reveals. Um but tens for all of the firefighters and first responders who are trying to keep people safe and save lives in this time. It is crazy. Crazy out here. Yeah. But be safe, wear a mask, social distance, and wash your hands. Wash your nasty ass hands. And keep your face out your pits. <laughs> <laughs> no face, no trace. No face, no trace. All right. All on. right, guys. Thanks so much again for joining us for the season three premiere of Category Years. We hope to see you next Wednesday. Have a good rest of your week. All right, I'm gonna go downstairs and watch Dancing with the Stars before it gets canceled. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com.